Hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Expansion Mansion. We have a lot to talk about despite so many goalless draws. Here to help me get some shots on target <laughs> are oh, yeah. Mariano Trujillo. Welcome. How are you? I can you? do that. I can do that, Connor. Max. He was never that close to goal in his playing days. No? So may have to, have to cross. We'll have it. to bring some videos. <laughs> Welcome, Max Bredos. I, we were talking to Mariano. We found some of the scoreless games quite entertaining. Actually. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I am, you don't need I, I am Connor Colopsis, and I am a natural goal scorer. Oh. Cross the ball to him. There yeah. You go. Uh, before we get going, don't forget to subscribe, and if you haven't already, click that like button. I will be personally offended if you don't. So you know, don't make me sad. I like being happy. Don't make him sad. Enough of this housekeeping. <laughs> Let's get into the storylines that dominated this weekend in hashtag trending. Hashtag trending. That's a good old shop right there. Let's start in Silicon Valley where it is official that uh, the worst kept secret really that the San Jose earthquakes and Matias Almeida are parting ways. The earthquakes tweeting about it earlier today ending three and a half years for Almeida in charge. He did make the playoff one year. He did make the quarterfinals of MLS's back, so there's something. The Earthquakes have parted ways with head coach Matias Almeida. We want to thank Matias and his staff for three plus memorable years at the club and with them, wish them all the wishes in the future. Hmm. Won't is, see the purple sweater anymore? Is this really surprising though? Not at all. Not at all. Which I think the question is, why didn't it happen Sooner. Exactly. Yeah. Why didn't it happen at the end of last season? It seemed like this was untenable, and it was in a situation that was it was we we're going to hit head hit to this point. Well, you know, we always in soccer uh, ask for time for coaches, you know, for projects to develop, and I think San Jose uh, was thinking that with Matias Almeida, they thought that Matias Almeida, the DP coach, if we can call it like that, will change players and the, and the team culture and the uh, perspective and the goals of this San Jose team, and they actually brought players that knew the system that he was trying to implement with, within the, the team, but it didn't work. So to me, it's not a surprise, and actually it's a surprise that it didn't happen early, early in the season or last year. It's, uh, the system was always very complicated, and we talked about how exhausting it was. So you need a certain type of player. I also was very excited when Almeida came here, high-profile yes. manager coming from Chivas in Mexico, where he won a title, but more so from his playing career, where he was you know, a legendary figure in Argentina. But uh, the San Jose Earthquakes is, to me, is still a great job. You're in the middle of Silicon Valley, close proximity not only San Jose, but San Francisco and Oakland. It is a marketplace that Major League Soccer has to have. They got to get this thing right. It's right by the airport, too. Right by yeah. Manila Airport. <laughs> I know it well. Um, yeah, I, I, I just really hope for San Jose's sake that Matias Almeida was the problem. Um, mm. But I can't help but have a hunch that it might be deeper than that. Look, on paper, they're not a deep squad, but they they have some they have good bones, some MLS experience bones. But but I don't know. Maybe it goes all the way up to the ownership. Uh, maybe we don't want to get into that. Right? It was a it, it was a strange sort of set of circumstances with Jesse Fiorello, and then you had all some odd moves that were being made in and around, including Matias Almeida. Uh, it's just you know this is a club with a, a great history. This was a weird episode, but the talent's there. I mean, we see it. It's not well, deep, but there's some good the players. The fine talent. The fine talent. Because well, if, if, if you want to compete, if you want to compete and win, yeah, maybe uh, 
you're, you're lacking some some players, some quality players. I'm not saying that the players that are playing right now have no quality, but I think if your goal is to compete and, and be a challenger for uh, MLS Cup, this is not the team you want. You can be a playoff team, maybe just right there at the bottom, but I think they need uh, more players and better players. That's what I believe. Yeah, like I said, they have decent players, and I can see them being a playoff contender mm -hmm. if they turn things around. But like I said, on a positive note, I hope that yeah. this parting ways with Almeida turns the ship around for San Jose. <laughs> Hopefully. Soccer USA, the San Jose should rebrand. I don't know. I don't know about that. Chris Leach <laughs> has said, and he's the general manager, former MLS uh, defender. Chris Leach has said that they are going to be looking for a new coach with MLS experience, which uh, who's is, there? is, is benefit. Who's, 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 uh, I was joking. I said Chris Armas. He's not going to be at Manchester United, <laughs> but it's not going to be Chris Armas. <laughs> Dominic uh, Kinnear. Dominic Kinnear. Dominic why not? Kinnear. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's That's got some sanity. I just yeah. popped in my head. Mm -hmm. So the San Jose Earthquakes draw with Nashville. Uh, they're still winless in 2022. I don't think we were surprised about the Matias Almeida news, but I'll say this about the Earthquakes. Their last three games, they've scored goals. Yep. They've been competitive, although they only got two points out of a possible nine. But it wasn't far-fetched that they could have got seven or nine out of this. I, I, I can't help but think that this wasn't the tipping point for the Almeida parting ways. This was definitely a, a move that was planned a little bit uh, ahead. And you're right. They have been playing. They didn't quit on him. They, didn't, they clearly did not quit on him in this final stretch. And well, the players, when they talk about him, I mean, we're still talking about Almeida, the players, when they talk about him, um, speak very glowingly of Almeida. You know, I think that's one of uh, Matias' biggest skills. He connects very well with the player. And you can see that when, when San Jose was playing on the field yesterday, yeah. it was a great example. They were losing, they came back, they scored goals, they fought. And yes, but that's not enough to get the results. And I think in the end, you play the game to get the results. And if you're not getting those results, even if you compete in a good way, which is the case with San Jose, you're at the bottom of the standings. And that's the reality for San Jose. Yeah. So I think Nashville did a did a great job uh, in that in that um, in that game. Mukhtar is amazing. I really like the German player, but uh, but you know tying with San Jose and all the circumstances around that team, I think it's a little a little bittersweet for them. And props to Nashville. They played all their games so far um, on the road, which is very difficult. Yep. A lot yep. of their new stadium have to do that yep. now with their new stadium, which very beautiful stadium. All the photos and all the videos that I've seen, I I, I just I like. That there's investment in the sport. Yep, in, it's going to be it's going to be tough for Nashville, even with the new stadium, because all they're now in the Western Conference. Every it's going to be a long trip. It's not going to be you're not going to play. They're going to have the now, rivalry games against Atlanta and Charlotte, but generally it's going to be L.A. L.A. Now let's San think Jose, on a map. Seattle. Is hmm. Nashville farther west than uh, Chicago? No. No. Don't hold me to that. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Tennessee is tucked in. It is, but they're in. Right there in the Smoky know. Mountains. It's, it's going to suck for them. Yeah, it's going to suck. <laughs> oh, all right. uh, one of the most anticipated games of this weekend, I will say, I think was Chicago Fire versus sure. LA Galaxy. I was expecting it was Shakiri versus Chicharito, 30,000 <laughs> fans at Soldier Field. No shots on target, nil-nil draw. No Shakiri. No Shakiri. Not to paint a back picture of the game because I think it was still very entertaining. Two uh, disallowed goals. Yes. What do we make of that? <laughs> right? Uh, it was uh, – what we make about it is this is the Chicago Fire. They're better than they were last season, but they're not here to entertain you. They're not here to score a ton of goals. They're here to grind. Uh, I'm fine with it because you need to find success, and this is a club with a new owner that wants to make a big splash. They already did with Shakiri. And they have this young goalkeeper who's phenomenal, Gaga Slonina. But he did. There were two goals. 
they were both disallowed yeah. by the Galaxy for offside. Mm -hmm. uh, he didn't make a save on either one of them. So he never was tested. He doesn't get tested that much. I would like to see him in a bigger sample size. So, so do you think, uh, I asked both of you, you think Chicago is doing the right thing of, you know, let's just stabilize this thing. We want to defend well. We don't want to concede goals because they have conceded only two goals. They have scored five. Which in is seven not, games. Seven games, which hey, is you not know a great what? number. And, and get this stat. How many scoreless? Three shots on target in the past <laughs> three games. That's not good. So we don't You've care about scoring three goals. 90-plus minute games and have had three shots on target, none of, none of which no. have gone in. <laughs> They're not going to draw fans. Even though they got 30,000, I will say this has got to be the Chicharito effect, right? Because they drew about half yep. of that at and Soldier Field, and now they got 30,000. Shakiri enough? Yeah. Have Gaston Jimenez, who had a back. nice game, but no, they need well, something. What do you think, Mariano? No, I think I think Shakir will boost their uh, offensive side quite quite enough to create more opportunities to score some goals. If you have that uh, stability on defense, then you can think on scoring one or two. They want to win games. They don't want to. They don't. They're not in business to score five or six. Mm -hmm. We want to win one nil, and that's it. We're good. We're on the other side. I'm a little bit, I'm not disappointed, but I was expecting a little bit more from Galaxy. I understand they are trying to put something together. I think Greg Bannis is finding the best starting 11. They continue with what they uh, did against LAFC. They got a point on the road. Uh, they were probably the most offensive side, but I was expecting a little bit more from Galaxy. Being Galaxy and facing a, a team against Chicago that was defending and organized, uh, I don't know. Chicago needs Danny Masofsky. Maybe he's the, the answer. Mm -hmm. uh, well, they've got to look for someone uh, who can score. But I agree with the Galaxy. Overall, I've been impressed with what yep. they've done. They're at the top of the Western Conference behind LAFC and Austin. And they haven't really played that well. They're going to get better. I feel exactly. like that could be, is going to get more games. That could be a realistic move, right? Danny Masofsky? Domestically. I don't Why know. Not? Why not? Why not? Center forwards are hard to come by. Get some good, well, get some good gam. <laughs> get, some, get a little gam, a little I tan. I think we were expecting a lot from this game. And <laughs> get, a, get a good <laughs> roster spot. Don't ever say get some good gam. <laughs> probably we weren't expecting much for, uh, about uh, Austin FC and DC United, but no. it was an amazing game. I really Not scoreless. It. Not scoreless, <laughs> of course, and, and exciting and, and thrilling because the goals came. In the final minutes, uh, my boy Diego Fagundes was flying red hot. So what do you guys think about this game? Three goals in 10 minutes. Oof. They did that in 10 minutes. Chicago hasn't scored a goal in like <laughs> I know. 200. Um, no, uh, props to, to Austin. This one's a weird one. From a DC United perspective, Ola Kamara gets a yellow card in the first half after he scores, yep. takes off his shirt, has a little message, which I believe was for his grandma. Fine, say whatever you want, but that's a yellow card in the rule book. And he gets a second yellow in the second so half. We Changes all, the landscape of the game. Are we in agreement that they should change that rule? They should change the rule. We gotta, we gotta get yes, people talking course. about it. Yes, Otherwise, they're not please. gonna change it. It's, it's the dumbest rule. Tati Castellano scored his first goal. He didn't take the shirt off all the way, but he had a message under it. Yeah. Yes. It's just this is all it takes for a yellow. You but see a lot of cynical. Play. You're right. It's gotta be all the way off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, Bruno Guimaraes took his shirt off at the end of the game in the Newcastle game. I think he was gonna take his shorts off. It was very. But he did at the end of the game. That's where you wanted to. Family right? show, Max. Okay, I'm just saying what I saw this weekend. It looked like he was going. No, I think to you're that. watching MLS after dark. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, but uh, there's some cynical fouls out there. Yeah, that I agree. You get I the agree. same punishment as taking your shirt it's, off. Should you take your shirt off? No, but let the guys express themselves. But yeah. but credit where credit is due. Austin being able to score three goals in ten minutes to get a pretty difficult three points on the road. Yep. They're, they're having a great season. Reminds me a lot of LAFC's 2019 season where, you know, that first inaugural season, it's a little weird. You're testing the waters. Okay, you put the, the, the system in place. And now, 
they're really here to to execute what they've kind of put forth and, mm. and they're, they're doing good. I, I like that they're creating an identity, not only with the team, but with the, the stadium, the fans, the city. Um, if we remember last year, last season, when they were losing, it was, it, the game was over. And if they were on the road losing the game, they were, uh, there's no chance that they were, you know, come back to, from that defeat. These games showed and proved that they're advancing and they're improving because, uh, like I said, Fagundes, Urruti, Driuzzi, and all those players, they believe in themselves, they believe in Wolf. And that, uh, actually, Wolf was saying, you know, this game might be a good example of where uh, we want the, the team to be, which is uh, we are capable and it is possible to do good things. I really like what Austin is doing right now. It's kind of early, you know, they're in, in a good place. But you've had enough games. It's not like three or four games. This is yeah. enough games where they've scored goals and gotten results. But I Road wins. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think this is an example of as MLS over the years keeps expanding, these are new expansion teams learning from the best traits of other successful expansion yes. teams. Which I, is to I, bring I, in I, MLS campaigners into your squad. That yeah, kind of, yeah. And, exactly. build, and building that identity and that yeah. culture and they having do, the do. infrastructure really and the fan base. So so I went down to Austin uh, earlier last month and I got to tour their, their amazing performance center, which yep. I say maybe is a little bit better than LAFC's. Um, <laughs> And I didn't even go to a game, but going there, meeting the players, meeting Claudio Arena, like that culture is there. And you can tell they're, they're, there's a strong group of guys, regardless of level of play. Mm -hmm. they're, it's bigger. It's definitely not what San Jose has. Yeah, <laughs> everything about them. You know, I think that's a great example. You know, you can see San Jose here, like with, you know, no, no north. And then you see Austin's like, this is the way we want to go. And it might take time, but we're going in the, into that direction. And a game like yesterday, it's, it's a proof of that. Their jerseys, their crest, they're all yeah, going. Everything. It's all nice. And when they went Rock to bed Saturday night, they were first place in the West. Yeah. LAFC would pass them. That's got it. That's incredible. I know. For, what, for where they came from last season. And uh, to me, you mentioned all those players, and Alex Ring is key. Ring, uh, yes. Fagundes is the one who always he seems like their MVP, even though Driussi's the DP. Fagundes is the yeah. guy that stirs the drink, the yep. straw. Another very fun game that happened this weekend. Toronto <laughs> <laughs> FC, one of the worst teams in the league, right? Not uh, now. So far, so far, up until this point. Look, Philadelphia unbeaten until uh, the boys in red come attack them at. It's a good team to beat, Philadelphia. They were the best. In the, they're still the best team in the league's co-on points with LAFC. This is a weird one for me. Because, look, it's Bob, it's Bob Bradley. It's a group of very young guys, some of which who are not even experienced within MLS prior, uh, getting starts, getting minutes, and also getting results. How's that happening? There's a little jingle about Bob Bradley what that applies it? here. It goes, Bob the Builder, he can do it. Bob the Builder. Yes, we can. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Can he? And, then, and then at the classic, you no, know, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Okay. <laughs> we can. <laughs> Look, I think it was a great game for, for Toronto, but honestly, I think if Philadelphia was a little bit sharper, that that should have been their game. You yeah. Know, they disallowed one of their goals. They went ahead right away. Uh, I think Jimmy Curtin's team is it's, it's playing very good. Um, but props to Toronto because they found their way to go back and fight with young players and also uh, – with uh, Pozuelo, right? I mean, yeah. he, he's an amazing player, talented player, and he creates uh, goals and assists out of the blue. As well as Jimenez. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, liked like, his goal. Jesus Jimenez's yeah. was good, and like you said, they're playing with a lot of kids. They had that 4-1 defeat yeah. for the Red Bulls. You figured right the at that point. First game of the season. I, I think it was the second. But second? I think they had a 1-1. Oh, yeah, they had, yeah. 
against Dallas. You have a photographic memory for results. I can see yeah. it. But it's it looked like it was going to be a long season. And what they've been able to do when they're still waiting for the, the most expensive transfer in the history of the league and Lorenzo Insigne. Yeah, Lorenzo. And usually with one, when he was going to come, and you said that Red Bulls result, he's, he's going to come to this. He's he's not going to be happy. <laughs> no. He goes, I can't be playing with this oh, he'll inexperience. Be happy. <laughs> Trust me. He's not going to be happy. But now he's going to come. He's going to be raking in the money, and he's going to be hope, a historically competitive team. And, Mariano, you said this is definitely a game Philadelphia should have won. Yep. They were sharper. They could have won it, and they should have won it. That being said, this is why we call it the beautiful game, because anything agree. can happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and on top of that, it shows some character for these young guys in, in Toronto. You know, you have, I said, a full slate of guys who are able to not just get new minutes, start games, and also grind out results. It may not be pretty, but hey, 2-1 against Philadelphia. I'll take that any day. And they're up in the fifth in the East, so doing very well. All right. All right. Up the Reds. You Come on, you Reds. You guys convince me about Bob the Builder. Yeah. Yes, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Um, another interesting game uh, coming out of a CCL weekend. My, Miami against uh, Seattle. Seattle. Cor opposite corners of the country. So yep. this was a look. It was a Seattle B team. Well, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. But they brought in their heavy hitters. In they the did. They did bring did. them in. But again, they started out off slow. This is a Miami team who we believed was uh, a contender for wooden spoon earlier on, <laughs> and now they make it two wins in a row against one very good Seattle Sounders. Who is the contender for the wooden spoon right now? Is it, who could, is it San Jose? Yeah. It's definitely. Definitely. San Jose. They have okay. three points. But it's not Cincinnati it's right now. They are. It's not Charlotte, which we talked about. And nope, maybe not it's San Jose. Do we even talk about San Jose? <laughs> Come on, Max. Doing this, Steve Carell from the office. Credit to Miami, good goal, <laughs> and then granted out a result. But, uh... I, Listen, I, I'm just saying, is it a coincidence that the team who is out of the Champions League now won 6-0 this weekend and the team that's still in it to win it? I'm giving Inter-Miami a lot of credit because they have struggled at everything. Uh, they were getting pasted. They lost to Austin 5-1 earlier in yeah. the season. Uh, it looked bleak, and you wonder how much more time does Phil Neville have. Uh, I was actually in Miami a couple weeks, and I ran into David Beckham. This is a true story. At really? Enriquetas in yeah. Wynwood. And I said hello, and since then they've won two straight. So I'm just oh, saying. Wow. There's a photo on my Instagram. The Bredos Factor. The Bredos Factor. So I'm taking all the credit. But they win. Yeah, no one's going to your Instagram. I don't <laughs> no one's going. No one's going to check it out. But no one's, yeah. Get, beating Seattle, regardless who they put out at their place, is an accomplishment. Yeah. It's a tough road trip. Getting the victory over New England, Leandro Campana, the young Ecuadorian player, getting a hat trick. These two wins, you've seen growth. And, um, you know, we, we saw some comments there about Gonzalo Higuain no longer in there and announcing retirement and now Inter-Miami finding success. Maybe it isn't a coincidence, but I, I, I'm happy for Inter because a competitive team down there owned by David Beckham and that's got ambition is good for the league. It's very good for the league, but it's just a shame where I, I just feel like you keep saying the same thing over, over and, and over again. Yes, I agree. Like, I like, agree. You think I, they're going to drop again here? I probably I, will. But, I forget who said it. Steve Tarondolo on, on last weekend's edition of In Touch with Steve Tarondolo, hosted by Vince LaRosa, um, <laughs> that you can watch on LFC's YouTube channel. Uh, the, the he said one of his biggest pet peeves is making the same mistake twice. Miami screams making the same mistake twice. And I don't know. I do. Will they learn? I hope so. Insanity, that mistake. No, but, you know, I agree with you because we're like, oh, it's Miami. You know, they're having complications with the stadium, the coach, these, that. And I don't know if we're, uh, you know, too... Uh, 
uh, nice with Miami. I mean, yeah, Iwain didn't play. Campania's doing great. Uh, they play against a Seattle team that it's a B team because they're focused in the CCL. Uh, that doesn't uh, rest any credit to them. But um, but I think we have to demand more from a team that uh, we created do. so many expectations coming into the league and, and they haven't delivered. So good for them that they won the second. Winning builds uh, confidence and they show a different uh, vibe against Seattle. But they have to continue with this, especially at home. Who do you think's a better model, David Beckham or Max Brett? Oh, no, Max, without a doubt. Uh, with clothes on, in, in underwear and swimsuits, it's probably Beckham. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to leave Swimsuit it there. Swimsuit modeling, I, don't like, I, don't want him all I think I just threw up in my mouth a Maybe little bit. Maybe Sir Alex did give a team speech. Maybe he did. Uh, Maybe. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, League's Cup, ladies and gentlemen, is coming here to uh, Los Angeles. Chivas Guadalajara, Club America. LAFC and LA Galaxy, what do you guys think about this? Um, I think it's, this is the last uh, year they're going to play this way. Next year is going to be a different format. What do you guys think about this one? This could not be better for soccer in Los Angeles, for mm. soccer in California, for soccer in the U.S. I, I don't care what anyone says. This, although it's a showcase, League's Cup, like... And it's I, not about these four teams. Is it not? It's not. It's about the venue. Oh. It is about the venue. Everyone wants to go mm. to SoFi Stadium. And we've, there's NFL, the Super Bowl was there. Everyone saw the Super Bowl. I'm not diminishing these four teams. These are obviously the two LA clubs and America and Chivas. It's I'm looking be a jam packed. But everyone wants to go see a game there. And everyone wants to go see the first soccer game, which is this will be that. This is where BTS played. <laughs> this is where the, the Rolling Stones played. Yeah. This is the. This is a place that we would <laughs> love. Wait, you lead with BTS and not Rolling BTS Stones? BTS sold out that If you heard about the BTS show at SoFi Stadium, you were blown away. I, Apparently I went, there was a line went, for I shirts went, that lasted six hours. I went two nights to the BTS concert. And what did you think? Yeah. It was insanity. So why, why are you giving me grief? You, you should have brought that up. Because you you're, you're like, you're like, how old are you? How old are you? I'm just trying to keep on tap of what's happening because if I, I lose you know the what? kids, and I'm you're done. You're and curious. I respect it. I respect it. You're keeping keeping tabs Listen, on the, the new way. That's the way it should place, be. That's the way it should be. That place gets full. What, 80,000 fans? America, Chivas, the LA of, uh, Galaxy, LAFC. It's going to be bananas, and it's important because we know that could be a venue. We hope they get the parameters set for the World Cup final and look, in 2026. I'm speaking to you, America. Okay. That's right, Max There's Garcia. There's absolutely no reason that the World Cup final should not be at SoFi Stadium. I best agree. stadium in the entire world. The best. If, if FIFA... And, and, and the uh, the group organizing the FIFA World Cup in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico is unable to see that that is the most viable option for. Uh, You've, you walk what is, it, what is the capacity of the stadium? It's 80, right? Like 80. 90. But it I will, think they it can will, get higher. Will, yeah. Okay. It goes up. It's. And, it, but it's not about that. It's not about just so, solely capacity. It's it's the most beautiful stadium it, on planet Earth. Mm. The <laughs> NFL games when you go. Uh, I get bored because the TV timeouts, you forget about the timeouts when you're there because you're like, you're just soaking in all the visual stimulation, okay. the giant board. The board's up there. It's when there's timeouts, they have movie previews and concerts. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, so, a, I'm a big BTS not... guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to stay young and I get, I I get killed for young. it. <laughs> The Marco Antonio uh, Solis concerts. So, yeah, uh, but regardless, these four teams, the fan base they have in Southern California, it can only be good. It's going to be a great, little bit hostile atmosphere, and I'm just excited. 
Well, I think I'm it's going to be a great... August 3rd, right? August 3rd, yes, that is correct. I think it's going to be a great showcase. I think American Chivas, they're desperate to have some uh, good results, even if it's a friendly game or whatever, because they're not doing pretty well in Liga MX. And I think it's a great opportunity, again, for Galaxy and LAFC to, yeah, to make a statement of, uh, we're at your level. We can compete against you, and we can beat you guys. So and and really quickly, that will matter. It's, it's a matter for it's MLS It's interesting clubs. because a lot of the times... A lot of MLS fans, especially LA soccer fans, will also have a Liga MX. Oh, yes. So whenever they play, hopefully we can see an, a, a trend of people maybe caring more about their local counterpart than their Liga MX team. I don't but know. It's I would a, love it, to see that. It's a friendly. If both the Galaxy beats Chivas and LAFC beats America, it's big news in Mexico. If one of them beat that opponent, it's big news in Mexico. So this yep. is big because they kick back yes. the League's Cup to 2023. So this is what we get. So we move from the storylines from the weekend of play to the internet making fun of them. This is our favorite segment. This is our meme of the week. We have a couple this it's week. It's the meme of the week. It's the meme of the week. <laughs> All right, first meme up. Austin FC. Uh, it was a little weird. I don't know if you guys This is my favorite. That. I like this one. Yeah, they got they turned into they went from Bruce Banner to the Hulk. To the Hulk. Down to. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's the inspiration. They, it's, a, yeah. it's all about the entertainment. We just want a good story. Don't get Austin angry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're just starting. <laughs> they they I, just I like wanted us to talk about them in this week. But that's good. But that's good, right? Heavy I mean, Austin if, if they FC keep putting those performances, we will be talking about them here. Uh, another good meme. Uh, we talked a bit, little bit about it in the cold open. A lot of nil-nil draws this weekend. Zero, 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 We needed, we, what did we need? Two more draws so we could get a dozen? Because, you know, they always get you a better deal when you get a dozen donuts at, like, Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. Is that you get like eight donuts, you're getting ripped off. So you need to get a dozen. Mm. Eight donuts cost the same as 12. You know your donuts? Really? I know. Mm. Why do you know that? There's Krispy Kreme right here, and every time I go there, I go, can I get six? They go, well, for a dollar more, you get a dozen. I'm like, all right. Now I'm going to eat that extra six, because I only wanted six. <laughs> Good games, though. You know, Houston-Portland yeah, was a great game uh, with a lot of uh, – Dallas games was, was uh, good as well. So I'm okay with those – type of games, even if they don't score. Obviously, Atlanta, you know, Cincinnati was that, that was a good, good game as well. Yeah, that, that's correct. Chicago, Galaxy, yeah. Moreno missing a penalty. But I know, yeah. Yeah. Um, Atlanta. Our third and final meme. I, these have all been based off of topics that we talked about. San Jose, uh, unable to win a game once again. Adam Driver, you know him? Let's, let's yeah. check out the meme. There was we he, go. Was he in one of the Star Wars movies? Yeah, right? Was he? Uh, Con Kylo he's, Ren. He's Kylo like, Ren. The new yeah. Darth Vader. I don't know. I can't read that far. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> every day I hope up, wake. Every time I wake up hoping to, you, I try to win a game. <laughs> every day I wake that's up. Another meme, Max. Do you have a stroke? One ten stroke. I can't. I couldn't. Uh, I, I could not read it. Sorry. Uh, what one was your favorite? Donuts. Donuts. It was Hulk. clever. Donuts. Donuts. You Hulk. called a. a, a a donut when you don't score yeah. in the game. More Americanized. Right. I don't think they do that in, in Great well, Britain. Well, it's, it's an LAFC thing yeah. originally, like an OG LAFC. Yeah, you get yeah. donuts. If Vince LaRosa, when uh, LAFC gets a clean sheet, takes Steve Schroeder to load donuts. <laughs> Fact. So uh, we'll see what happens next. <sighs> as much as I love Adam Driver. <laughs> right into camera. Nice. A fine actor. I think we need to move on to the stars of the weekend. That means it's time to make our picks for our MLS Player of the Week. Connor? You are up first. There is only one right answer, and if you two have any different answers, you are wrong. 
So, Tati Cassiano, four we goals. We told not to repeat things. Yeah. Say what you want. Four goals. Two of them are penalties. One was off a goalkeeper. Like, look, he scored four goals. We give the player player of the week if he scores a hat trick. He scored a hand bone. Thanks, yeah. Rob Stone. Um, and, yeah, I, I, there's not much more to say. He has probably more goals than most players in the league in one game. He might have more goals than San Jose. Oh, I'm just kidding. But San Jose's goal scoring is like that. Well, more than Chicago. More than Chicago. More than Chicago. Well, that, that was kind of easy. Uh, I agree. I mean, Castellanos had an amazing performance, but I'm going to go with Georgi Mihailovic. Uh, every weekend, he does something uh, different. The first goal was amazing. The assist was second to none. The, to, to be able to imagine that assist before it happens, being in that position, imagine that and execute in that small amount of time, it's impressive. It's, uh, it's a player that he's growing every weekend. He can create, he can score, and he is willing to sacrifice offensively. So this is a, a well-rounded player that definitely should be considered, I won't say in the starting 11, but we were talking about this, um, about him being in the starting 11 with the U.S. national team. And he's, he's doing pretty well, you know, turning a spot with, uh, with the national team. So that's why he's my player of the week. Because he's delivering. He's four, been awesome. Four goals to assist this season for Mahalovic. I wonder if he didn't play for Montreal, if he would have been fast-tracked a bit. Because I know Greg Berhalter looks at everything, but there's no way you can't if I'm looking the at national him, team camp the way he's playing and the way the type of player he is. Exactly. I, if I'm Chicago, I'm missing him a lot right now. And, and, uh, and on top of that, who was the, the player to score the first goal under Greg Berhalter in the U.S. men's national team? First, so Mahalovic? Mahalovic. He's a beautiful player. I really enjoy watching him. That would have been my pick, but I don't want to repeat it. Oh, okay. okay, That's better than Valentin Castillo. We think alike. We think alike. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I'm going to stick with New York City FC. Okay. Uh, can you imagine uh, a guy who scored less goals than Valentin Castellanos would be the player of the season? But I'm going to, I'm going to preface it with this. Uh, Thiago Andrade is part of an, uh, a really effective recruiting, scouting ploy that's not ploy, scouting direction that New York City FC are involved in. And they're going to South America and they're getting Brazilians. And they're getting Argentines and Castellanos are getting Uruguayans and Santi uh, Rodriguez as well. But Tiago Andrade uh, is a guy they're investing in. Tales Magno came from Vasco da Gama. Uh, Tiago came from uh, Gabriel Pereira, who came from Corinthians. These are some players that the, clearly the scouting for the City Group, which is involved with New York City FC, are doing a fantastic job. But Tiago Andrade, every time I watch the games for New York City FC, he does a stand-up job, doesn't get the credit of other guys. So I'm going to give him the credit here this week. And I am I look at New York City FC. <laughs> they played well against Seattle. And they get the comments. They no, played, well, they played well against Seattle in the <laughs> second leg, and they played well here. Uh, they're going to have a good sec. No, they're going to have a good run up to the season coming up I, here. I just they're make fun sure to watch. You guys know what player of the week means, yes. right? Yeah, if a course. player scores four goals. Well, there's yeah, a couple penalties. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying. No, 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 I'm, no, just, I'm not saying, saying penalties are easy, but no. Thiago Andrade, when I was watching the game, stood out. I like your Portuguese. Thiago Andrade. Thiago Andrade. Thiago Andrade. I, I like your shout, though, of Mahalovic to the men's national team. Yeah, of course. He of, has to be there. He's growing constantly. He I mean, should be in there. Uh, do we want to take a look at the full MLS team of the of week? Of course. Let's take a look right now. Boom. Look at that. Ivacic. In goal, still impressing me. I think, what is this, his second team of the week so far? After what I I said yeah. in in the pre-show of the season that, you know, I thought Portland's goalkeeping problem was going to be a problem. He hadn't played too many minutes uh, ever, and he's 
been slotted into the starting and, and, In a, a weekend where there was four scoreless games? Yes. That's very competitive for goalkeeper. <laughs> it is. Team of the week. That's true. So, hats off. That was a good group. Yeah, it is. I, I really like it. JK, love you, Mariano. <laughs> I like it. Good dude. He, he's a good dude. After you took a shot him with Mario and Jordan. Well, that, that's what actually, that's what, that's what we really want, guys. We want to hear from you. So send, you, send us your questions in the chat. We want to read it. We want to interact with you guys. So Max Bredos, do you have anything there for, for us in that's the chat? A, that's a question? Yeah. Uh, look at cheap shot at Vince. Well, it's Vince, I, I, less pants, more hair? Whoa. <laughs> I know someone's going to ask about donuts, so I'm going to say I like the strawberry, the one I had at the opening show, the strawberry uh, you have icing. you a favorite donut? Uh, not really. I'm not a... If, if it's free, I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. Free donuts. Free donuts. Uh, uh, a, where, does, where does Almeida go? I, look, I, it sounds like he wants to go to Chivas, but I don't think it's a slam dunk because this wasn't a great three and a half years. Does Chivas want him? <laughs> Well, it's that's a good question. They're actually playing okay now. I mean, they're like they're eleventh. They had a couple good results, but they're in trouble, and they've been going through a lot of coaches. They've gone through a ton of coaches since Matias Almeida has been last there. Maybe he's comfortable there. They love him there, correct? Uh, they do because they do. you win a title. The fans, yes, of course. That's going to make a big difference. So it makes sense. But I always the obvious one isn't always the best option. So what I heard uh, is that he's going to a national team in South America. So not Chivas. Uh, a national team. A national team in South So it's not going to be one that's qualified for the World Columbia. Cup. Columbia. Can't be Columbia. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll Paraguay. See. Yeah, no, it's... it's well, uh, isn't Chile on it's, it's Chile. It's Chile. 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 That's what I heard. Chile, it's looking for uh, Matias Almeida. That's a, uh, another possibility. Chivas is not. They haven't had any contact with Matias Almeida. That's what I heard. Uh, even though the fans are you know, crazy about Matias Almeida in Mexico, uh, there's no contact. So I don't think it would be a good idea either for Chivas or Matias to, to be together again. So uh, Who crazy. replaces Almeida? Who comes in? We talked about it a little bit. We were joking around, but I said Dominic Kinnear. I don't know if – I mean, Kinnear has a history there. He's, uh, he is San Jose through and through. He's won, he's won trophies at that club. Maybe yeah. – Bring in Mike Pecky. Mike Pecky's been – well, he got in a little, little hot water. So I don't know if that's gonna that's gonna be do it, but enough time. You'd hate for someone to pay a heavy price for something, a mistake he made with with coaching. So maybe, not Mike. You know, maybe Mike Petke is not a terrible terrible option. I got to look at some of the assistants that are out Dominic there. Dominic Kinnear is it's a great option. He has experience. Uh, he knows how to play in this situation. Ante Razov. Yeah, Ante. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Leave him over there with LAFC. He's yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want him to go, yeah, but I'm just him. saying no, no, he's no. going to be a candidate because he's been a candidate. And then before. we talked about Chris Armas. Chris Harmon is a little tongue-in-cheek, but he's at Manchester United. That's going to end for him. Uh, he has MLS it experience. Gonna it's going to end for him because they're going to have a new coach that's already been announced. <laughs> and I was going to be walking, guys, guys, I've coached Paul Pogba. I know what Chris I'm Chris Armas, by the way, is the, the true gentleman of Major League Soccer, yep. the nicest man you will ever meet. Uh, wonderful. Uh, predictions for games on game on Wednesday. Probably U.S. Open Cup. Galaxy's playing San Diego. Loyal. Diego Loyal. They should get by, and LAFC will get by uh, Orange County. By a couple goals each. I like I, I I'm really I I'm really really happy that the U.S. Open Cup is back. I love. But before the show started, we won't get into it now. But we had this big discussion of oh, would promotion relegation be yep. good for for soccer in the U.S.? Regardless of your opinion and stance on that, the Open Cup gives gives an opportunity for MLS teams to play other U.S. teams and those other U.S. teams, whether it's the USL, the NASL, or any any team, NISA. It's just, it's really fun. I, I, I like playing the Orange Counties and 
so on and so forth. Well, I, I agree. I agree with you. I think it's a good experience for other clubs that don't have the chance or opportunity to play or, or showcase against MLS teams to play the Open Cup. I had a privilege to play the Open Cup, and it was great. It was an amazing tournament. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he's back. And hopefully they can make, you know, some changes to it to, uh, you know, maybe make it a little bit more competitive. We'll yep. see. We'll see. Max Garcia, great name. MLS finally winning the CCL thing. I said a few weeks ago that was going to happen. I'm, I'm confident that this is the year. Ooh. Seattle, it's a good matchup for Seattle. Why? Uh, Pumas. Oh, that's your former team. That's right. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that's why, that's why I'm I just think league. they've <laughs> squirted by a couple where Seattle's been pretty comfortable. It's going to be a fun matchup. I don't know if great. it's... Uh... MLS versus League MX in the final is when it's at its best. That's mm. when, because you have everyone I involved. I can't help but feel that there's been w one too many times that this has always been the case, and we feel confident. LAFC I've never, I No, I never guys. felt this confident, because I think this is a very, very good, strong I, Seattle team. Hmm. I felt confident in both LAFC Tigres, Toronto Chiefs. LA, but LAFC had to get by America, and oh, Cruz Azul, and Tigres. That was hard run. So is it, is it a good Seattle team, but is it an old Seattle team? It's a deep one. We will find out. <laughs> it's a little we'll bit, a little bit long of the tooth. Hey, thanks everyone. We appreciate that to answer the questions. Uh, it's time now for our version of "Old Man Yells at Cloud" with this week's. <laughs> is that is that? Hey! With this week's stoppage time, Mariano, you shall go first. All right. Um, I want you guys. To subscribe, please. Uh, to, to, <laughs> is that your stoppage time? Is, I, I, <laughs> company uh, man right okay. there. It's just, I was thinking about Taj Castellanos. Um, uh, yes, of course, he scored four goals, but I, I don't think that's, I think that's a consequence of what's happening with the team. And, and it's kind of funny, but sometimes one of your saddest moments, either on the field or in life, can bring something amazing to it. And I think that's what happened with New York City FC being out of the CONCACAF Champions League. Even though they didn't get the, the result, they had a good performance. And they, yeah, the result was 1-1, but they, I, I saw that um, uh, commitment and that desire of, uh, of there's a mosquito around here, Max. Come on. A desire. A desire. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's nothing here. You're just yeah, moving in there. Are you okay? You need a, a desire to get the result. And, and sadly, they didn't. But that performance changed the mentality of this team. And you mentioned the names, Andrade, Magno, uh, Maxi uh, de Frasquito, Rodriguez, and Rodriguez, and Tati Castellanos. And with the, form, the performance that we saw last week, it's a great uh, and, and sure and uh, solid proof that they're back. Not only Tati Castellanos, but the current MLS champions are back. Just keep an eye on New York City FC because the citizens are back. Remember this. I agree with you. That's going to be a dangerous team uh, moving forward. We need dangerous teams in this league. I want to talk about Atlanta. Some news uh, earlier today. Brad Guzan is uh, ruptured Achilles tendon. He's 37. We don't know what that means for him, but it's a huge drop back for Atlanta United, who are laboring a bit with finding everyone to fit their vision. And you look at what they've done with DPs. Ezequiel Barco is now gone. I like Tiago Almada. He's coming along. He's a very young player. Uh, in his first time away from home, where he came from Velez Sarsfield. I think he's on a good trajectory. But uh, Marcelino Moreno, who was a DP, was brought down with some hmm. gam or tam. Tam, I would imagine. Tam gam. Uh, <laughs> hasn't really delivered. Uh, Joseph, since he became a full DP, has been injured most of the Joseph Martinez has been injured most of the time. Luis Araujo has also been a guy that just hasn't hit his spots, come close to it since coming over for Lille. 
Atlanta United is going to be really busy in the summer again, but they've got to really hit a home run. They've hit a single here and there. They've struck out a couple times, use a baseball analogy, but this is this is getting really important. And now they may have to look at a goalkeeper. There were some reports about Ethan Horvath coming over from Nottingham Forest. I don't know if those are legit or not, but they're going to need a goalkeeper. They're going to need uh, a lot of help as well, and they're going to need some of these guys to take a big step up because they put their neck out for them, and their scouting department has to find that they're getting the right guys. I mean, the transfer fee for Tiago Almada was, you know, record-breaking. Uh, you need some of these guys, even though they're young, to start delivering because they've developed some good young players through their academy. So if the, it all comes together, Atlanta United will be an elite club, which they're supposed to be. like it. My stoppage time is this is the beauty of a balanced league. I, I believe that MLS is one of the hardest leagues to predict how things will unfold come the end of the season. Mm. That's just whether it's the salary cap, the, the, the competitive level of the teams. Look, this is a league in which each team on their day competes to the highest level. And on top of that, um, I, I, I just want to say, Top five teams in the West right now, seven games in, all missed the playoffs last season. Yep. True. That, that's mind-blowing that that, that that can happen in this league. And look, sometimes my favorite team, your favorite team, mm. will be on the receiving end and, and maybe be below the playoff line. But at least each year it's entertaining, it's new, it's fun, and I like entertaining. So. Mm. We need some powerhouse teams mm. too, though. To we need, I agree. But, some I agree. There's a, but there's always powerhouse teams. But all I'm saying the is – each year, it's just a little bit different. Last year, it was New England just crushing everyone. Mm. And it's different yeah, each yeah. year. I don't know. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Different. You know what I, I, What I really like is is your your um, stoppage time. You know, Atlanta United? The, demanding young players to deliver. You know, a couple of years ago, we didn't see that in MLS. It was more like, well. You've got well, to. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I really like that, you know, bringing the, the point, Connor's point. It's like, yeah, this is entertaining, but at the same time, we want quality. And now the fans are demanding quality. They know how much money they're paying for these transfers and these uh, quality players. Well, they have to deliver. And I love it. I really like that. Because really there are some teenage players that are delivering. And I'm not yes. saying all of them are and it's going to be, it's going to fall, but you've, you've got to show growth. I, I really hope that Soccer USA's question is a joke. Could LFC actually trade Vela? That could is a joke. Could there be an option? If so, who could it be? Iguain? Breck Shea? Maybe a combo <laughs> package. Maybe a combo package for the two. Uh, yeah, is that Eli Lesser? That Eli um, Breck anyway, Shea fascination. We have a very big week here at 110 Football. Wednesday night, we will be chatting with LAFC fans after their US, up, US mm. Open Cup third round match against Orange County FC. SC. Wow. Live across our social channels. Thursday is another episode of one, uh, Football Without Borders on 110 Football's YouTube channel at 4 p.m. Pacific. Vince will be back with Max and Jessica Black to talk about what's happening around the globe. Maybe and some big Erling Holland news. Big? Ooh. 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 Are you saying you know something we don't? Mm. I see, yeah, well, uh, maybe. And what Sunday, Vince and I will be with you for another 110 football watch party as LAFC travels to Cincinnati. We'll be live at 2.20 p.m. across our social channels. It's going to be a very fun week. I am so happy to be back. I am. I love to talk. I hope you guys like my voice because uh, that was pretty wordy. Yeah. I like your fashion. I like your hair. I like yeah. your voice. <laughs> I like you, too. I like your hand. I like your uh, My hands. Good. All right. Thank guys. you guys All so right, much guys. for watching. Great to be Get back. Get What's going on, man? Yeah. Come on. Don't get the spray. <laughs>
Bye bye. Congratulations, congratulations, Isaiah, on the uh, hat. <laughs>